you're listening to the All Indie Writers Podcast with host Jennifer Mattern, helping serious freelancers, bloggers, and indie authors go pro. Hello and welcome. I'm Jen Mattern, and you're listening to the All Indie Writers Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. This is episode 29. You can find show notes and related links for this episode at allindiewriters.com slash podcast slash 29. Today's episode is in response to an email I received from a blog reader named Ava. Basically, she's struggling to stay focused on her writing now that we're into the warm summer months. She'd rather be outside or on vacation instead of working. And she wanted to know if I had any ideas for staying focused turns out I do. I should start by saying that I don't have this particular problem in the summer. I am not a summer kind of gal. Fall is my season. I understand what she's talking about, even though this doesn't happen to me at this particular time of year, when I am quite content staying inside in the air conditioning and getting some writing done. Hopefully some of the things that I do in the fall will help you if you have this little itch in the summer to get out there more and enjoy the warm weather. The first tip that I'm going to give you is probably the most important, and that is to simply allow yourself to take time off. The more you tell yourself you can't, that you have to stay there and write every single day, the harder it's going to be to focus. And the less you're going to get done, the less productive you're going to be, and it could impact the quality of your work. So what I suggest, you know, I tell freelancers all the time to make sure that they account for their vacation time when they're setting their rates. You should have paid vacation time like any other kind of employee. It's just up to you to make sure that your rates are covering it. If they're not, go back to square one and rethink your rates. If you are an author or a blogger as opposed to a freelance writer, then again, you need to account for these things when you're planning your overall schedule, when you're planning out your income streams, you need to make sure that you're accounting for time off and don't be afraid to take it. So, you know, look, if it looks like the weather is going to be perfect one day, then schedule a day trip, go out and enjoy it. Or better yet, schedule a three day weekend. I love three-day weekends so much that years ago, I want to say back in 2010, I could be wrong about that, I decided that every weekend should be a long weekend, which is why I don't officially work Fridays at all anymore. I still occasionally work on my own projects when I don't have anything else going on, but the point is that I get that three-day period not only to unwind and recharge, which makes me better for the following week. And I actually get more done in less time because of that. Two day weekends just don't cut it for me. So, so look, you know, a three day weekend is a great way to plan some time away. If you want to just go to the shore or something for a few days and you maybe can't take off a week or two for a longer vacation. So that's always an option. And you only lose that one day of work. Now, another way to make this work, you know, because you don't always know when you're going to have this urge to go out there and just get away from the desk and go do something. So what I like to do is set self-imposed deadlines 
that are earlier than client deadlines. And what that does is it allows me some flexibility in my schedule. It's kind of like having a little bit of a buffer. So if I'm working on something and I've planned to have it done today, but let's say I wake up and I say, God, it's such a gorgeous day out there. Maybe I want to go to the lake and just spend the day there. I'll just pick up and do it. I'll go to the lake because me saying that I have to finish this project today means the client probably expects it about three days from now, maybe even a little longer, depending on the type of project. So even though I've set that deadline for myself, I have that flexibility built in. So if I really don't want to work for some reason, if I have somewhere I want to be, if an emergency comes up, or like in Ava's case, it's just a beautiful day and I want to go do something else, I can do that. I can take a personal day at the last minute because I've accounted for that flexibility. So try to build some flexibility into your work schedule so you have that option. You know, don't make it a habit to just pick up and leave in the middle of your workday. But once in a while, it's really okay. And you have to let yourself enjoy it. You know, why else are we working for ourselves doing something we love like this? It's not to chain ourselves to our work. You know, so go out, enjoy the lifestyle that comes along with it. Another thing you can do to take more advantage of the weather, whether that's summer, fall, or whatever your favorite season is, is to start your workday as early as possible. You know, for me on a normal workday, which I don't really work much of a normal schedule right now, but when I do, a normal workday involves me waking up at 4 a.m. and starting work by 5 a.m. And I set that schedule because then I finish work at noon. It's seven hours a day. I take lunch after. And what's great about that schedule is because there it is at noon, then I can go out for lunch or I can just lounge around, do whatever. And I still have several hours of daylight left in the afternoon to do whatever I want. If I want to go work in the garden, I can work in the garden. If I want to hop in the pool, I can hop in the pool. If I want to go run errands, I can run errands. I can do whatever I want with that time. And it's not like, you know, I remember back when I worked in nonprofit PR, I had a traditional job full time. I had an hour and a half commute each way. It was absolutely miserable. And there were times in the year where it would be dark when I got up in the morning for work and it would be dark by the time I got home. I don't ever want to live that way again. Why? Like, why would anyone want to live that way? So by working early in the day, I get that time to go out and get a bit of sun or to get things done when it's still daytime. And then I get to unwind in the evening. So if you can start your day earlier, I know not everybody can because you might have kids or spouses or something else going on that influences your schedule. But for those who can, try getting up a little bit earlier so that you have that extra daylight time to go out and enjoy the summer months. So again, that could just be hopping down to the beach or your pool, depending on where you live, or just going outside in your garden or lounging on your deck, whatever it is that you want to do. It doesn't necessarily need to be a vacation or even a full personal day. Sometimes just a few hours here and there are enough. Now, another option you have with your schedule, if you don't necessarily want to get up very early, is to split your workday. Again, this comes down to having that flexibility as a freelancer or an indie author or blogger when we work for ourselves. That's one of the perks is having a flexible schedule. So use it to your advantage. 
you can split up your workday by working a few hours in the early morning or whenever you normally start work and then go out for a few hours and enjoy those daytime hours again. And, you know, just enjoy the outdoors again, go for a swim, go for a walk, go to a park, you know, go hike somewhere where there's a trail near you, whatever it is you want to do, go and spend that time, enjoy it and make up your working hours later in the day, late afternoon or the evening before you go to bed, squeeze in the extra time. In that case, if you're a freelancer, I recommend taking care of your client stuff during the first block of work and then just push your admin and the things that don't necessarily require as much mental energy for the second work shift. Now, you don't even have to wait until you're finished with work for the day or take a break from work or a day off to enjoy the weather in the summer. You also have the option to work outside if the weather is nice. So why not use that to your advantage too? For example, I have the lake near me. I generally don't go there to work. I go there to think and clear my head. But if I wanted to, I could take my tablet or my laptop with me to the lake and I could work there. No problem. You might take some work with you to the beach or you might sit out by the pool or you might just hang out in your backyard or on your deck or your back patio and work out there. You know, here I like going out on my deck to have coffee on a nice morning. Just that little bit of time outside can make a big difference as far as, again, you know, scratching that itch you have to get out and get away from your desk or your work. Another option is to take mini breaks during the day. So, for example, I like to do pomodoros when I'm having a rough time. If I don't feel focused for some reason or if I'm just sort of distracted by something, which is a lot lately, um, I rely on Pomodoro days, which are basically 25 minutes of work, five minute break. So that's a Pomodoro. And at your fourth Pomodoro, you'll make that break portion longer. I do about 15 minutes. And those little five minute breaks and 15 minute breaks, they add up throughout the day and are really helpful. I make sure I go outside at least once or twice during the short breaks. Again, that might be for a cup of coffee. Um, it could be for a short walk. You know, for your 15 minute break, you might take your dog out for a walk or something. Um, so Pomodoros can really help with that because you're basically forcing yourself to stop work twice an hour. And you can use that time to your advantage to get outside again, get a little bit of sunshine, whatever it is that you want to do. You don't have to use something like Pomodoros. You can plan short breaks around whatever works for you as far as what's in your area, what you want to actually be out there doing. So for example, you might just take breaks to go walk around the block a few times if you're in a city or in a town or it might mean going to the park or a hiking trail over your lunch break. And, you know, when it comes to your lunch break, it is okay to cheat and take a long one because no one is going to tell your boss. So, you know, if this is your time of year where you want to be out, then go ahead and take a long lunch every now and then. No one's going to notice and no one's going to care. Now, for me, in most years, taking little outdoor breaks like this involves spending a bit of time out in my gardens. Although you know, this year I haven't been doing a lot of gardening, so I haven't had that pulling me outside as much. 
because I skipped the veggie and herb gardens altogether. So this year, when I want to go outside, and like I said, I'm not really a big summer person, but I am spending a little more time out this year. And for me, that means going out for short breaks in the pool. That might mean going out to swim laps if I want to squeeze in a workout, or I might just go and hang out in the pool to cool off if it's a hot day. Or sometimes I'll actually go work out by the pool. I will sit there and just sort of dangle my feet in while I work on my tablet or something. You know, do whatever you find fun that can be done in a short amount of time. So you might not want to go out and swim or hike or walk or whatever you're doing for hours, but squeeze in those little bursts. You know, it'll help you get through until you have a longer day or something that you can invest in these things. You're, you can let yourself indulge in the things that you want to do a little bit at a time. And just one final tip, which is, you know, if you really feel too distracted to focus on work during the summer or again, whatever your season is, try to distract yourself from those other distractions. And you can do that by trying to turn your work itself into a game gamification. We've talked about this on the blog before. Um, again, the Pomodoro technique is a great way to do this because it puts your focus on a timer instead of on whatever it is you'd rather be doing. Now, you could also just challenge yourself to get through a certain number of items on your to-do list by a certain time or you know, just set a little goal for yourself and set up a reward system if you win or achieve that goal. And that reward can be tied to getting outside and enjoying that weather that you find yourself lured to. So to rehash, remember it is perfectly okay to take time off, just account for it in your rates or when agreeing to deadlines, and always try to leave yourself some room for flexibility in your schedule. The more you try to deprive yourself of the time off you're craving, the more of a distraction it's likely to become. You really can have both focus at work and plenty of summer fun with some simple changes or other tweaks to your work routine. And that is all I have for you today. So check back next week when I will be joined again by one of my favorite guests, Princess Jones. Princess and I will be chatting about sharing personal information on your blog and social media accounts, how that can build community, and the risks when personal sharing goes a bit too far. Do you want me to tackle something specific in a future episode? If so, you can submit your writing-related questions through the contact form at allindiewriters.com podcast by emailing me at jen, that's j-e-n-n, at allindiewriters.com or by leaving me a voicemail at 484 484- Five seven five one three four five. You can find show notes and related links for this episode at allindiewriters.com slash podcast slash 29. You can also access this podcast, audio blog posts, and related audio productions by visiting freelancetheater.com. You've been listening to the All Indie Writers Podcast with Jen Mattern, a freelance theater production. Freelance Theater. 
It's all writers need for life's little episodes.